0: Welcome to the Hope Hotline. Thank you so much for joining in uh, today, Friday. Hallelujah. Three-day weekend. Marca. I'm ready. It's my friend, Kristen. She gave me that shirt. So every American holiday, well, pretty much every American holiday, I'm wearing this sucker for multiple reasons. One, because I miss her, and it reminds me of her, and the other, it's because it's America. It's cool. America, baby. I love the sunglass look. Me too. Although, I do have some other shirts that I do enjoy, so I can't promise that this one we... Uh, I'm, I'm changing up right now. I might okay. cha- I might okay. not always wear this one. But pretty close. And I, and I feel the need to burp. Hold on. <laughs> All right, I blew it that way. And I burped that way. Excuse me. Oh, Pardon bad. me. All right. Don't we have... We don't you it. have to... Okay, so Tracy promised that she would have... Some of you are really sick of the of the conference. I get it. But I'm still doing it. She created a long, not long. It's like 3 minutes long. It's not long. Video of a recap of the conference and it's good. And it's of our very own Alyssa. Yeah. Singing uh what's the name worthy of it all? Worthy of it all. Aaron is harmonizing our worship leader. And then my daughter is harmonizing with her. But Alyssa killed it. Oh, so oh, good. Listen, all of our worship leaders, all of the girls, like Alyssa's brand is the newest one to the team. Yeah. Yeah. She's never even sang yet for the church. <laughs> she, and I like thrust this on her. <laughs> Poor woman. Her husband, I thought was going to kill her because she sang uh, Throne Room or she listened to Throne Room yeah. while she was sleeping. Oh and he said, God. I don't want to hear that song ever again. <laughs> and basically she told him, oh my I don't care. I'm listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> like the pressure that right. I put on this girl. Oh but gosh. she she was uh, so she dealt good. with a sick child. Yep. She's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she did really good. And she then did. the other girls, Deb and Andrea yep. and my daughter, and Vanessa. Yep. Is there anybody I'm missing? Nope. Mm -mm. Nope, that's them. And obviously Aaron, but Naz, who does all the production in the back. Yes, I know. So good. He did such a great job. So good. Such a great job. Are you ready to show it for me? I mean, I love you guys. If you're watching, you killed it for me. You did a great job. I'm super proud of you. And the kudos, big kudos goes to Aaron for like getting all that done. Because he always like, he has a big task on us on his on his plate so yes, he does. let's watch the video recap please Praise you, Lord! Praise you, Lord! I have to tell you, I enjoy looking at pictures of myself so much better now that I've lost eleven pounds. <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm not lying. I'm it's like good. used to look at my pictures and my, like, dear Lord, you fat tub of lard! <laughs> oh my! You got to lose some pounds, sister. <laughs> oh not anymore. Gosh. I mean, I still need to lose weight, but. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it's much more pleasurable for me to look at pictures. Okay, can you do me a favor? <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna hook can. Heather up. I mean, she's not gonna like me very much. Can you go back to, to this really nice looking guy in a pink jacket? Can you reverse that thing really quick or move forward to yeah. it really fast? Yeah. Listen, help a brother out. We got to keep this guy in this in the in America. Oh okay, God. so listen. <laughs> He's cute as pumpkin pie, sweet, loves oh, Jesus.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, oh,
0: oh, if you live out of state or whatever, if you attend Foundation Church. Okay, how old is he? 27. 27 years of old a, of age. Yep. If you know a good Christian girl, like he's really picky, people. He's picky. You oh want you have to love Jesus. You have to be serving because he's like, like, if you don't serve in church, yeah, forget that's about a big turnoff for him. Put that picture <laughs> up of him. I'm not okay. g- oh, I'm going oh, back. I'm going. A back. A I'm bit more, going I got it. I got it. Like he even, he even got. He's look, look at oh, him. Oh, oh, Turn it oh, around. Oh, 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 hold on. Okay, there it look is. Look at how okay. cute he is. He's such a sweet. He is. He's a sweet boy. Great kid. He's a man. Great, whatever. Great to me as a boy. Yeah. Like just. But I'm just saying, girls. If you're what thirty, okay, he might date an older woman. Yeah. I don't think he's opposed to that. He's not like he ain't dating <laughs> no. 50- or 60-year-old woman, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40s, Calm down. It's too much. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> but uh, let's just say if you're 30 yeah. and younger. Okay. But not past 20. Okay. There he is. There he is. That's him. So if you are interested or you know somebody who might be interested, he needs to stay in the United States, so I'm looking to get him married <laughs> within the, the next year or so. Yes. Okay?
1: Please send your applications please. in. What? <laughs> send your applications okay, in. Okay, please
0: see Heather oh. on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> she'll take she'll she'll take good care of you. Then what'll happen is somehow some way we'll have him see you from afar mm. and if you meet his standards cuz you've already seen him. Yeah. So you're interested, right? Right. But he has to have the fair, the, the same fair shake, right? So, okay. Wow, So, uh, wow. There we go. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. looky here. Okay, right. so on Thursday nights, the girls, not me, because I'm doing podcasts with my, my hot husband. Oh my but um, if, well, I don't know if we want to do that. We'll just say this. Thursday nights, you guys have been managing to go out and do some line dancing, learning line dancing, which Norma told me you're a sight. Tracy, I am actually really good. You can't look at her. Look at you up. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm you just said that if you look I, at yeah. Tracy, she'll mess you up. That is a fib. I, I good for a laugh, but not a great dancer. You going to show us you guys line dancing last night? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, went line dancing last night. You Ready? Yep. Here go ahead. Go. Don't listen to the music, people. Yeah, 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 it's okay. not Christian, but get this over is just it. Yeah, this is just, okay. There's Heather and the jeans and the pink shirt. To the left. I don't know if you can hear me. I don't see Tracy. You i she's, I'm the, recording. Twi- she's I'm vid- the She's she's a tower. V- whoever the really good one was, that was me. There's my daughter in the black shorts, gray shirt. I don't where are you? Oh, there's there is that Trish in the gr- in the green dress? Yeah. There's Trish. There's right. Brinley, and there's Tootie. Yep. And then, in the where green. are you, Tracy? Oh, I'm, there, there you are, <laughs> yeah, Logan. Are you you're in the blue. No, 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 that's not you in the blue shirt. That's,
2: no, I've got a no. dress on with white sneakers, and Chris is right next to me.
0: Okay, and then you're going to see uh, Logan's hot husband, Chris. <laughs> yeah, where are they? Is it this way?
1: Oh yeah, there they are. In the There's Trish is right in the middle in her dress, and then Chris is right behind her to, I guess I don't know what side it is mm, left or right. I see Chris and then Chris. Tally, uh, uh, Logan's right behind her. I see Chris,
0: like white pants, brownish shirt. That's not a good picture of his face. Yeah, I know his it's, face it's is way very, better than yeah, that. It's
1: very bright. Um, go ahead. Okay, and then I got. One. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Oh my! There, there I am. Look at that. Woo! Okay, there's Chris right in front of me.
0: <clears throat> see, he knows what he's doing.
1: And then we've got more friends oh. to the side. And then there's, there's Heather. Hot mess. There. There's not normal, my daughter. And then the rest of our friends.
0: And here we go. Heather and, and Tracy <laughs> almost hitting each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you did it. <laughs> Hold on. Right
1: up on there. yes she does
0: why are you recording my feet (laughs) okay hold on i i literally heather just said in her defense she was eating during the instruction period of the class (laughs) shucker Oh my god. <laughs> Listen. Oh
1: there's ever gosh. a plate of
0: food around, she's at it. Okay? True. She just works it off in the morning. Yeah, exactly. But oh, my gosh. Heather. Heather did not do very well cuz she said she basically ate the whole entire time and then when she went to dance, she did not know what was going on. Okay, like I'm going to give a shout out to a local I don't know the name of the place. No, I'm giving it... You just don't want to wait in line, Heather. Heather Heather doesn't want me to tell you about this place, okay? Because if I tell you about this place, then you guys might go to it, which might cause us some issues. But I'm just telling you, my girlfriend, Sarah, which you've seen on this podcast, she turned me and Heather on to this joint yesterday morning, which was the biggest mistake of my whole entire life. Literally. I'm going to get to the questions, people. Just, Just like... I don't want to say entertain me, but what is it?
2: Advertising?
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, it's like, yeah, when you... Yeah, yeah, Like, just humor me. Humor me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> you're Which you're Tracy welcome. is actually over here, but I see her... <laughs> yeah. When I look at her, you're seeing it opposite, right? Yes. So, really, I'm looking oh, that it. way, okay? But it looks opposite, so...
1: I'm looking everywhere for the name, and it's right there.
0: Yuppie Bull? Yuppie Bull. Oh, that is that... I thought that was name of the... Ball, the bowl that I got. Yeah, it might be, but that's the name. Okay, Yuppie so bowls. there's a place in Port Charlotte. So if you live in and around the area, I'm just telling you, it's a what's it what's it? It's a kea a acai. acai acai. What is it? Say it again. Acai acai bowl. Yes. Okay, it is the best. I like. I had it yesterday morning after working out. I literally dreamed about this sucker all stinking day long. Then we go to the gym and all I want to do is get another yuppie bowl. So that's what we did after we were done. We've now we've now said every Friday that's what we've earned an açaí bowl. Look at this sucker. Share it. Ready? Cuz Tracy captures every freaking moment that there is. Every we're moment. Singing. Look at that. Okay, thing. that is a berry blast thingy. I don't know what it is. It's what I'm gonna go Sarah, it's what Sarah got us. Um, yesterday, it's all berries with flax seed. And what's the other seed? Chia seed. Chia seed. God bless. Granola, peanut Granola, butter, peanut and acai butter. in it. Guys, I'm just telling you, it's like crack. That's all I'm going to say. It's like crack cocaine to me. I want it right now. Literally. Not that, you've Not that I've ever done crack <laughs> <cocaine>. <laughs> And I'm confirming. <laughs> I've never done crack <laughs> Same. Actually, same. Yeah. You, you, oh, good to know. <laughs> good to know, Tracy. Well, I was agreeing so with apparently you. Apparently, <laughs> our brains are not fried from drugs. Right. They're just naturally That's, fried. Yeah. I've never done a drug in my life. Believe it or not, this happened naturally. <laughs> <laughs> same. <laughs> it's the blonde. It's, yeah. Must gone. be. Um, but let me just tell you if I had ever done crack, this acai bowl would be just like the crack that I took that I've never taken. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it's really really good. What did you think, right. Tracy?
1: It was so good. It was almost cuz it was peanut butter and like it had berries. so it was like peanut butter jelly. It was delicious. What
0: so what so look up Okay, so listen, I'm going to going to try and tell you it's just past it's across the street from the Haverty's. And the Walmart little mini supermarket. Right. The not the Haverty's, because it's just past there.
1: The cross street is like Forest Nelson Boulevard and 41. And it's right before that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: You might. I missed the turn. I've only been there twice. So it's not like I missed the turn. Then I go through the neighborhood and then I go down the street. Heather told me today. She's like, you missed the road. <laughs> like, Whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I know the shortcut once I miss the road. I'm just saying yeah, people. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, give me the address because I'm going to give them some props. They kill it there. I know, and I you know, know what? It's a mom and pop. <clears throat> yeah. And they're from they're from Mass, right? They're from Boston. Are they? No, or New York. I don't York know. York it's York. one of those ones that don't pronounce their R's very good. Yeah, I didn't hear. And they're nor- definitely northeastern. <clears throat> Twenty-one thirty-one Tamiami Trail, Tamiami Trail mm-hmm. Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte. You yeah. will not be disappointed at all. In fact, yeah. if you go, let us know. I'm not kidding you when I say. They have all different ones. The yeah. one we get, Sarah made up. Oh, So, yeah, it's not even on the menu. Oh. Sarah did it. Okay. So, if you want the one we had, but listen, like, Vanessa got an island blast today. She loves it. But the one we get is berries. It's all different berries. Mm-hmm. Berries, granola, peanut butter, chai, seed, flax seed, and the acai. And the acai. Which is going to be at the bottom. It's so good. What? Chia seed. Chia seed. Sorry. What did I say? Chai seed? Chia seed. <laughs> chai ti, chai tea. That's what chai, I'm thinking chai, chai, chai. right now. Yeah. Which Ooh. I don't even drink tea. I don't know why. I'm even
1: thinking. chai? <clears throat> you don't like chai tea? I, it's like very it's okay. fall. Like when you're ready for the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it
0: from my mom. My okay. mom loves it. Not okay. me. I'm not a tea drinker. I don't like wood yeah. water. So I'm okay. not a big wood water person.
1: Wood water. Okay.
0: Yeah, it looks yeah, and tastes like you've taken water, put it down a strip of wood into a glass, and then you drink it. It's the color of the wood, and it tastes like wood. It stinks. I don't like tea. Okay. We call it wood water in my house. Wood water. Not one of us drink it. Okay. Um, so that's why we love it when we go to parties, and that's all they serve that is, is so tea funny. and water. <laughs>
1: Makes you super happy. Not cool. Huh? It makes you so happy. It makes show us up so happy. Just wood
0: water. <laughs> mm. oh, that's funny. No, worries. I'm not going to comment. It won't be nice. So, okay. One more oh, thing. One last thing. Go ahead, Tracy. Okay. <clears throat> what are you doing, Tracy? Oh, okay. This is Tracy's okay. new shirt. We've got to do some work on it, but you be you baby, Ubu. baby Ubu. by Tracy. So that's the new shirt that, and listen, I'm working. Uh, if you give to, the podcast we are going to send you one of those shirts yeah okay so but don't do it just yet because you can't i'm working on that still which should have it done by next week yeah um then our men are at the men's conference right at the river men's conference yeah show how many awesome men we have Um, there
1: we're going to chit chat for one second because um youtube is is being silly so we have our engineer um, in right now, getting this fixed for us. Oh, so we don't so, have YouTube going right now. YouTube. Oh uh, well, maybe right this second. I think we. I think he just. We're going. We're live. See, we, you were YouTube a moment too fast. It. It was, and I don't know what was going on. Okay, he disconnected. So now I have a free hand because I could not. Um. Okay, so our guys are at the river right now, and while I was line dancing, I get this beautiful photo. And now when you look at it, you can't unsee what is happening. What's <laughs> happening? So uh, a
0: few of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because of the additions that were made I know, to it. I know. Yeah. Okay. We have some levitation going on in this picture. <laughs> okay. Let me, Holy Spirit I, levitation. Literally. Okay,
1: let's <clears throat> see. Can I... No, I'm not going to zoom that way. If I pan, like... If we, if we zoom in on some of these guys. So our amateur
0: photographer that was there, oh, he, he couldn't get everybody it. in. So what he did is he somehow, someway yeah, he's
1: so, made it happen.
0: Okay. But in the process, we look like we are oh demonic. Because we have people <laughs> literally levitating in the picture.
1: Yeah, like the guys on the end, their feet. It, it's fun. It's a good picture. But that's a lot of guys. But that's
0: a good crew right that's there. That's a
1: good crew
0: right there. That is a good, good looking bunch. It is. They look so best happy. Look as pastors of the Ark oh church. Best looking set of men I've seen in a long time. <laughs> always got that. Even, like, I find it so funny because even, like, it's always, they sound like Gavin Newsom to me. Oh. Ark church pastors yeah. sound like Gavin Newsom. And um, even when they're not country, somehow they get a Southern draw. Oh, yeah. Or they do that little, I don't know. It's always... The same monotone, never raise the. I think they teach them that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Like I know there's a script that you follow with the ARC, Associated Related Churches. There's a script that you must follow in order to do the growth track and to gain, you know, to build mm-hmm. your church. But I think one of the qualifications or one of the things that they say is never raise your voice, mm-hmm. talk with a southern draw or come as close to it as you possibly can. Be monotone. Another I mean, bird. Excuse it, me. So what?
1: They kill it if that's their <laughs> purpose. Whatever. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good.
0: Everybody's been to one in their life, I think, or at least seen one. All you right. turn on the TV and you're yeah. guaranteed. Cool. Follow, like and share. All right. <laughs> Wasting lots of time. Okay. Follow, that's like it. and share. That's God it. bless, because I need go. that I know. bad. I know, I know. Please, okay. please, 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 please. I know my audience is very low right now because of YouTube and because, like, I haven't started. But please, follow, like, and share so that the audience can grow and we can have a bigger impact. And uh, actually, what, really what I want to do is teach even non-believers, people who are not do not call themselves Christians. I want them to hear, they can learn how to respond in a biblical way and hopefully um they'll be curious as to maybe a question or want to handle something correctly even though they don't live that lifestyle and that'll plant a seed and then it'll grow from there and they'll desire to live a christian christian life you never know like you Mm. never know how things happen we've had people be saved and they had walked away from god and they ended up coming back from the podcast so and they live in another state so it can happen and it was a guy on top of that, so you never know. You don't follow, like, and share. Follow, like, and share, and tap the bell if you're on YouTube. All right, wait, I have one more thing.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're gonna love this. Oh I, haven't my told, I haven't told you yet. One more yeah, thing. I'll she remember said. this. One more thing, and it's actually pretty awesome because on not just can you follow, like, and share, but also we have a podcast or we have our um, audio podcast. And in the last 30 days, you've had 713 downloads. In the last what? 30 days. yeah. In the last 30, 30 days. days.
0: 713 people have downloaded it. Downloaded one of your episodes.
1: At least one of them. Well, 713 episodes have been downloaded. So That's people so are on cool. there. So if you can't, like, if you don't want to, like, have YouTube on and streaming and you just want to hop on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any, any place, basically, that does audio podcast, we're there.
0: Our numbers, listen, I know this sounds crazy, but our numbers are really good for being so new. yeah, Like it's crazy how good our numbers are. Yeah, um, Definitely no complaints, that's for sure. But I didn't know about that one. I know. That's huge. It is. That, I mean, that is huge. It is. So okay. please help that's,
1: me. That's it, that's all I had. last not, not, And I'll continue to ride on the
0: coattails of my husband. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. So between you and him, you're gonna take me far. Let's go. Let's go, that's let's right. Go. <clears throat> all right, let's do our first question. Listen, nothing's going to be like on Wednesday. <laughs> I, I was going to say something. I'm not say <laughs> it. Nothing's. None okay. of these questions are going to. None of these questions are going to be like on Wednesday. Would you define what works are in James 2, 14 through 26, also explain how faith and works are important together and not alone. So you are probably, based on what uh, this question is, is you're probably like-minded like with us, um, spiritually speaking. A lot of times people uh, always want to say faith and works are separate. They don't go together. A lot of people believe that works is works-based faith, is not biblical, it's grace. And then there's people that are only faith based. But they both do go hand in hand. One hundred percent. James two fourteen through twenty six. Faith without works is dead. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a this is Paul, I mean this is James, um, writing this. I If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and, uh, and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus, also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. That still happens today. There are still people that believe one or the other. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. And this is where people that believe, like, that, the ones that will say that they're saved, or they believe in Jesus, that they are not going to go to hell because they believe in Jesus. Well, even this is where it is so good because Scripture says, well, so does the devil and so does the demons. Okay? They believe in Jesus. They believe in God. But they tremble okay because there's a fear there they know they know what their end result's going to be people that believe that they can live like the world and still go to heaven because they believe that there is a god that exists you're wrong but do you want to know but do you want to know oh foolish man that faith without works is dead Likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So anybody who tells you that they don't go hand in hand, scripturally is incorrect. There is nowhere in scripture that says all you have to do is have faith, and your works don't apply. And we're going to go deeper into this because it's... There's absolutely no way. There are denominations that preach that works-based um, theology is, is wrong. It's grace. That's all it is. If you, if you walk in grace, you don't have to be works. I literally have had um, people say that we are incorrect because we are a work-based uh, um, church. That's not what the Bible says. You'll know them by their fruit. Like, your fruit. How do you get fruit? You've had to plant a seed. If you plant a seed, are you working? Yeah, you're working. I mean, it's just crazy. <clears throat> um, So, let me just ask you this. If, um, well, let me rephrase this like this. Uh, a lot of people that are grace conscience are not obedience contra- conscious. They believe that, once you've said the sinner's prayer, then the work is finished. There is, that that if you are obedient, that's great. But grace is what saves you, and basically, grace and grace and heaven coexist together. Once you've said the sinner's prayer, that is not what the what the Word of God says at all. You can lose your salvation. The Word is very clear about that as well. I'm not going to get into all of that because that's not really this question. It's more about works and faith. Um, But then there's denominations that believe 100% that it's all works-based. They're wrong too. They believe that uh, the more you work, the better chance you have to go to heaven. They believe that you have to knock on as many doors as you can and the more you work and the more souls you win, the better chance you have of going to heaven. It's just not a fact. The cleaner the church grounds are and the inside of the church is, and the more you work on all of that, the better chance you have of going to heaven. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible at all. So all of that, they, one can't survive without the other. They have to be together. Romans twelve two says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When you, remember, when you renew your mind, is that a work? Or is that grace? Renewing your mind takes effort. It takes work. So work and faith, hand in hand. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10 says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, a kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, nor, uh, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortionists will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, there's a lot of people that will say, all those people will enter the kingdom of heaven if they said a sinner's prayer. And then if they still live like that, um, they'll either tell you they were never saved to begin with, which, who are they to judge the heart of man? Only God can do that. Or they'll believe that they're still going to heaven and they live like that. It's not in the Word of God because it just said if you live like this and if you're unrighteous, it says do not be deceived. And people who tell you that you can go to heaven and live like that, they're deceiving you. What's the definition of unrighteous? Their definition is sinful or wicked. So if you are unrighteous, then you are a sinful person and all those things are sin so if you are doing those things not struggling with those things but living like those things there's a difference between struggling with something and living like it one is conceding the other one is battling it maybe day to day winning and losing but you're winning uh, some so you're trying not to live like that and you're you're in the battle right God looks at that. He knows the heart of the individual. Um, so let me ask you, is holiness a work? No, it says we are to be holy as he is holy. No, holiness holiness is a work. Holiness is not grace, okay? Um, obedience is, is a work. It's not something that just comes upon you when you get saved. You have to, like, you have to be diligent. I, I work every day. To make sure that the things that I say are godly, they are holy, I don't, I fail. But on the whole, that's my goal, that, and I don't abide in it. I see it, I cast it out of my, I, I, daily I try and cast it out of my life. Whatever it is, whether it's talking bad about somebody, um, whether it be gossip or anything, all of us have something that we have to eradicate out of our life. If you're not, erati- when you eradicate something, again, that's a work. So faith and works go hand in hand. Romans six fifteen through 23 says, From slaves of sin to slaves of God. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Notice it's a question mark. Certainly not. So it's saying, shall we sin because we're not under law, but under grace? It's saying, no, you can't keep sinning. Grace does not... The grace that God provided does not allow you to continue to sin. That's what that's saying. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or obedience living to, leading to righteousness? So if you live in sin, it leads to death. If you live in obedience, it leads to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness in your of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of unlawfulness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. So we're to seek after holiness, we're to... Take off the slave to sin and become a slave to righteousness. For when you were slaves to sin, you were free to regard; you were free in regard to righteousness. When f- what fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? And you should be ashamed when you sin. There is nothing. Uh, there's a big. There's a big thing in the Christian uh, world and churches today, and they're all. It's like a it's like it's like when you watch the news and all these newscasters get get like the phrase for the week or the phrase of the day like you're supposed to these liberal news news shows they all have a, a have propaganda that they have to preach. well, this is the propaganda in the church today. You can't shame people. Have you ever heard of that term? Mm-hmm. you're not to shame people. well, the Bible is very clear that there is. Sh- there is things that you should be ashamed of. And if you, if you are still living like that, the only way to change that is for you to be shamed. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry, that sh- people say you can't judge because judgment brings shame. Well, that's not what the word of God says. We're to be accountable to one another And then we are to not go and judge the world, but we're to judge inside the house of God, our brothers and sisters, as long as we're not doing the same thing. So when people say you can't, I I literally have had believers say, you're shaming me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I really, I really want to say, can you flip and open your Bible up and give me the scripture that talks about that? Because there ain't none. For the end of those things are death. So let's go back to that. So what fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. So sin you should be ashamed of, and it will lead to death. But But now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and to the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord." So James is not saying works makes us righteous, but that the real saving faith is demonstrated by good works. That is what that scripture is saying. So works are not the cause of salvation, but works are the evidence of salvation. Booyah. Works are not the cause of salvation, but works are the evidence of salvation. Faith in Christ results in good works. If you claim to be a Christian, but live in willful disobedience to Christ, you have a false or dead faith, in it, and you're not saved. And that's just the facts. And here's what Matthew seven sixteen through 23 says, which nails what I just read to you. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So your fruit, if you are producing good fruit, people will be able to pull the fruit off of you. But if you do not produce fruit, that would be a thorn bush or a thistle. If you're living in sin, then you're a thorn bush or a thistle. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit and a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. And then it goes on to say, After that, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So you can, you can absolutely live like the devil. I mean, every, your gifts and callings are irrevocable. I literally have seen men, pastors, having affairs with women. Their secretaries, women in the church, have affairs with women, preaching, winning the lost, laying hands on the sick. And if they died in that state, they were not going to heaven. And then they would have said that very thing, Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many many wonders in your name? And that would have been, yeah, you absolutely have. You've done all those things, but you're lawless, and you will not enter in. And that's what Jesus is saying right there. So, holiness is not works-based. If you obey me, is what Jesus said. If you obey me, you love me, okay? If you you love me, you obey my, my commandments, to be more exact. Grace is not a license to sin. That's very clear in the scriptures. And listen, I'm just saying to you, it is not a risk that I would take. I would not live like the devil, go to church on Sunday, declare that I'm a believer based on grace, and that I can do whatever the heck I want, go to church, and be saved because I believe in Jesus. But live like the devil whatever that means to you, from drugs, alcohol, fornication, which is sex outside of marriage, homosexuality, jealousy, envy, gossip, lying, all those things, and there's more, but those are just a few. All of those things will make sure that you don't go to heaven. So don't do that. Be better. Be better. I hope that makes sense, and I hope that you understand. Faith and works, hand in hand. You can't do one without the other. That's how you show the fruit. That's how you show whether you're believing it or not. Let's go to the next question. I am a school teacher, and it has become increasingly difficult to teach because kids are so disrespectful and undisciplined. As teachers, we have no options when it comes to punishing or disciplining children, so teaching is like herding cats some days. I am passionate about my job, but be- become more frustrated every year. The teacher's hands are tied so it's up to the parents and I don't think they even see how unruly their kids are. Help. You are 100% correct. Most most parents look at their children through rose-colored glasses. Um, I would never want to be a teacher. I mean, I was a teacher for my kids, but I got to spank them, do a beat down on them if I had to, which I didn't, but like <laughs> literally i could send them to the room make them sit on their bed until they were they wanted to work or whatever i mean stand in the corner spank them if it was necessary like teachers back in my day listen we got spanked back in my day when i was in elementary school tom even got spanked in high school travis did Heather's husband. Like back in our day, there were ramifications for bad behavior. And now instead of bad behavior, when kids act bad, their parents have put them on so many medications that they spend more time going to the clinic to get get their pill or whatever. We we medicate instead of discipline. So teachers have a very, very difficult time. And and I feel for you. I don't even know why. I mean, two Two people in my family right now are going through school to be teachers. I almost want to say you need your head examined <laughs> cuz there ain't no way. There ain't no way I would want that job. I know you guys get a lot of time off. But there ain't enough time off dealing with that some of that nonsense on a daily. And some of these some of these people have gone into special needs like they've gone into like where they help kids that are they have issues because their parents were on drugs and alcohol and things like that so now the kids all messed up and they still need to go to school but they can't they have behavioral issues that are based on what happened to them while they were in their mother's womb and so it's not no fault of their own to a certain extent and so now there are people who are teaching these these kids like I'm not kidding you put me away yeah. In a padded room. Because I could never do that. Dealing with kids that are like that. Mm -mm -mm. Parents don't parent anymore. That's the problem. Even Christian parents don't parent anymore. They don't. Like back in my day. Like when I misbehaved in school. I never got spanked. I got threatened to be spanked. But back in my day. If I got a bad report from the teacher. And I came home. My dad whooped my hide. No one gets spanked anymore. There's no spanking at all in, in, in homes anymore. Um, and that's that's not scriptural, but I think it's funny. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. I think it's hilarious. You know the parents that have the countdown to the day that the school day starts? you know, and then they, like they're celebrating that their kids, the first day of school. I think it's hilarious that parents can't see how bad their kids are or they always defend their kid against the school teacher or the, the or the school administration, right? These very, pe- these very same parents celebrate the first day of school. Yeah. Why are you freaking celebrating the first day of mm-hmm. school if your kid is everything that's opposite of what the teacher is saying? You're celebrating because you, can, you can't barely handle two and a half months of your brat, <laughs> your unruly child, right? Ooh. Then you're giving your kid to the, the system <laughs> nine and a half months, and you, you, like, you celebrate that, and then you expect the teacher to put up with your kid for nine and a half months. Man. Like... Holy man! But your kid's perfect, does nothing wrong, <laughs> and now you know how the teacher feels. Like seriously, think about two and a half months of dealing with your kid. The kid, teacher has to deal with your kid for nine and a half months. Yeah. You only dealt with it for two and a half months, and you work part of the time, and you can't spank them, which they're not spanking either. Yeah, they're not. they otherwise, their kid wouldn't behave like They, they do. Mm-hmm. If you spanked your kid, it was lived in a biblical way. Mm-hmm. Uh then your kid wouldn't be such a nightmare for everyone else. I say fix your freaking kids. True. I'm using the F word a lot today. I don't like that either. So I'm going to change that to stinking. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I think I had too much, too much caffeine <laughs> or something. Um, so listen, I, I have compassion for teachers. I, par- I, I homeschooled my, my kids. And... I didn't have 30 kids. I just had 2 kids, right? Some some classrooms are 25 to 30 kids depending on like in the state of Florida, it's it's huge. Like we have an influx of kids, right? So, um some some teachers have 25 to 30 students. That's a lot. I thought 2 was bad. And my kids weren't my kids actually listened to me for the most part. Like I like I could spank them. They can't do anything. And then they have 20 they probably have at least Ten kids that are crappy. At least. Like, they, like, like you can barely teach because you're dealing with discipline issues right. the whole entire time. Right. It's, it has to be a nightmare. Proverbs. For parents that have bad children, you need to be honest about your kids. Okay? It's not fun. It's not a pleasant thing to do. But be honest about them because a teacher, I don't even know. I can't tell you what to do, teacher, because... You can't do anything. It is now up to the parents. So, parents, listen to these scriptures. Get your head out of out of the the ground. Pull the head out of the ground. Look at the look at your kid honestly. I'm not kidding you. If you were happy that school was starting, I'm speaking to you. And you worked, so you weren't even home part of the day. Part of the problem is is we have raised our kids back in my day, like mom stayed home until the kids went to school or mom stayed home even after the kids went to school and was home when the kids got home and she parented instead of the daycare and so i believe that a huge part of the problem here is we've allowed daycares to raise our children versus parents raising their children And in some cases it is very difficult to have a one-income home I understand that. But me and my husband, we did it. And we would have lived in a very tiny house Mm -hmm. in order to make that happen. Sacrifices. You have to make sacrifices. Yeah. Like, it's your kids. You brought them into this world. No one should be raising them but you. Now, in some cases, it's absolutely not possible. And I understand that. But you know what? If we weren't so busy keeping up with the Joneses, having to have the latest gadget, having to have the newest car, having to have the biggest TV whatever like part of the problem is is we're always wanting something new we're materialistic we we are never satisfied we have to have the boat because if we have the boat we can take the kids out on the weekend right we have to have a better give them a better life listen a better life for them is a parent at home when they come before they leave in the morning and when they get home from school or from zero to five that's a better life they don't need the boat Trust me, they need you. That's part of the problem, child care, raising our kids yeah. in daycare. Yep. I am not kidding you because have you ever seen if you're a childcare worker, a daycare worker, I mean, no disrespect, but listen, daycare workers on the whole, mm. if you went home and you looked at the lifestyle that they lived you honestly would not want your child to be under their tutelage. Right. Yep. It's not good. Right. For yeah. the most part, not everybody. But on the whole, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a Christian daycare, and they have they are very particular about who they hire. But if it's a worldly daycare, oh, no. Mm-mm. Yeah let's look at this Proverbs thirteen twenty four says he who spares his rod hates his son but he who loves him disciplines him promptly okay I love it when I hear people say we don't spank we have other alternative things that we do but we don't spank well don't be biblical then because the the reason why uh, the Bible says that is because it means it you're to spank your kid and it's usually over defiance rebellion things like that i mean if you have other means to discipline your kid i think it's funny there's the the people that i hear say that their kid will run out onto the road because they totally disregard what they have to say for me my kid never ran out into the road right you know why because they knew there's a consequence for not listening to me and their dad it was not going to happen their kids everybody everybody that i've ever seen that said we don't spank Every single family, I haven't seen one yet, that their kids aren't spoiled, ill-behaved. Like, if they don't get their way, they start crying, yelling, throwing a tantrum. And, you know, what's always funny to me is these same parents that don't believe in spanking, and to get their child to quit behaving like that, what they'll do is they'll distract them, and they'll try, and it's not even bribing. Heather said they'll bribe them. No, it's not even bribing. They distract them, and they'll, like, bring up a different subject so that the kid will stop behaving like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's, yeah. The,
2: what's with the, um, the ignoring? The ignoring?
0: The ignoring? ignoring, like, the ignoring? Your
2: child's acting out? And because it's supposedly. ignore you mm-hmm. while you're throwing a fit. Why not get in there and, like, correct it?
0: Because the thing is, is people don't want to discipline their kids, and the reason I believe it is is because of guilt. They feel guilty because they don't spend enough time with their children and they don't, when they do spend the time with their children, they don't want to be disciplining their children. Mm-hmm. They don't want it a time of spanking and things like that. Yeah. And also, it's, it's not fun. Yeah. Listen, you're going to find out, Logan. <laughs> yeah. It is not fun to spank your kid. Yeah. It hurts your heart. Yeah. It really does. There's, the last thing I wanted to do is spank my kid. But guess what? The best thing for them was for me to spank them because it was the only thing that they would respond to. Literally remember driving down the road, I would I had a spoon. I hardly ever had to use that sucker because after I started using it and you can spank really great with a spoon because you have the ability to Make it really hard or really soft. You can manage how hard it is. That's why I loved the spoon, because I could get like you can make it cup where it's more shock value than it is pain value because it they it shocks them unless they are my son Tommy and then he really he needed to be hurt. So, um, but Norma would be shock value. It would s- startle her and sh- shake her up mm-hmm. so she because she was more compliant. So, like, you can control the spoon. And I remember going down the road, and if they were arguing or if it was, they were being, if one of them was being defiant when I told them something, all I had to do is raise that spoon. Enough's enough. One more word or whatever, and everything stopped. Because if you do it at a young age, you spank less. It's it's Mm. truly... Um, And honestly, it's true, unless you have like a Tommy or a Creighton or something like that. Like both of, uh, Heather and I both have kids that were very strong-willed. But it's, you got to break that will. It's like a horse, Mm -hmm. you know? You have to break the will of that child so that they can, you don't think that God's going to expect them to be obedient to him? If you don't teach your children to be obedient to you, That which is tangible, how do you expect him to be obedient to that which is intangible? It's important. People don't get it. Yeah. Um, So, listen, if I I told my dad now, whoo, doggy. He he was a little leprechaun, but he was mighty. He was mighty. You didn't mess with my dad. Um, So, uh, let's see. Let me see where I'm at. Oh, you know what? I wanted to touch on this. You know what I I think is funny too, parents? Uh, I'm going to give you a little, little tip. Some kids are so spoiled that if you tell them no, they keep coming back and coming back and coming back and asking that question over and over and over again until they break your will. And you finally are like, I just can't take it anymore. Just go and do it or I'll just give it to you. Okay. You're now abling bad behavior. That is not good, and that is not healthy for that child. Back in my day, if my dad or my mom—not my mom, she was a sucker—but if my (laughs) dad told me no the first time, if I came back and asked again, I got a whooping. My kids, the same thing. If I told you no, don't come back and ask me again, because it's going to be ugly. And what's happening is we see this in the adult world. Now kids, now kids become parents. Can't become adults, and if they don't get their way, and if you don't give them the answer that they want, guess what they do? They just keep coming back and coming back and coming back and coming back until they try and break you. And they get won't get what try and get what they want. Don't happen here, not hit foundation church. You can keep asking all you want to. The answer is the answer, period. did not happen in my house. The answer is the answer period. Don't keep coming back and asking because all you're going to do is build up a wall that's big. It's bad behavior. We do not enable bad behavior here at Foundation Church. Proverbs 29:15 says the rod and rebuke give wisdom. So spanking and rebuke is correction. The rod and rebuke rebu- give wisdom. You want to make your, your kid dumb as a box of rocks? Don't give them, don't spank them. And don't, re, uh, don't correct them. You will make them unwise. But a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Scriptures are there for a reason. In all things, Titus 2.7 says, In all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility. Okay? Kids watch everything you do. You lie, your kids are going to lie. You cuss, your kids are going to cuss. You're negative, your kids are going to be negative. You gossip, your kids are going to talk about, well, they're going to talk about their friends. And, or they might repeat what you say about someone, and then it gets back to the someone. Okay? Not good. Not good at all. So try it, you know, be an example. Try and do and be be what you want your try and be what you want your child to be. Right? You want them to be a great product of society, but a godly man or woman. Try being a godly man or woman yourself, and you'll see that product come forth as they grow. You plant a seed; the seed's coming up. It'll bear good fruit or it'll uh, bear bad fruit. But your child is that seed. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4 says, Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and their mother, which is the first commandment, with promise that it may be well with you, and you you may live long on the earth. And you, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. So here's the thing. You want long life for your kids? Teach them to be obedient and to honor you. If you don't care how long they live, then let them run amok. Let them be unruly. Let them be dishonoring to you. Let them say and do whatever they want to anyone and everyone, including you. Again, you plant that seed, it's coming up. But honor brings long life to the individual. That's a promise. It's in the Ten Commandments. It's the Fifth Commandment. Promising long life to the individual or the child that does it, right? And it's also here in Ephesians, okay? Uh, Hold on. So, and it said, fathers, and fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admission of the Lord. Okay, so a lot of times parents don't understand what that means. Okay, that means to irritate or make them angry you have the ability to irritate or make your child angry. And that doesn't mean through discipline, okay? That means you can degrade, you can talk down to, you can demean your child, okay? That is irritating. We all know that because we know how much we love it when people do that to us. It's irritating and it makes us angry. When you, um, when you punish your child, make sure that it's a just punishment. Don't, don't do it in anger right Um, make sure it's fair like I see some I've seen some parents one child gets one punishment another child gets another, another punishment and it's based on how much they favor the one or the other okay if both of them did the deed they both get the same punishment there's no favoritism that's how you are going to provoke your children to wrath and don't be cruel. I see that I, I I see this. People can be very cruel. I have seen fathers of like I I've seen where um, men have ma- married women with children. Their children are all grown up, right? And they've married this woman, and the only negative to her is that she has small children. So they kind of resent. They want her. They just resent the kids and when they can they poke at the kid and or kids and they're very unkind and nasty I literally have seen stepdads and I'm sure stepmoms have been too but I've seen this more with men where they are nasty to the stepchildren and literally make sure that the kids know like you're bothersome to me that is not good at all If you've married somebody with children, guess what? Their kids are your kids. You love them as if you birthed them. And even if they are awful, awful kids, you can discipline them in love. And it's now your job to take them under your wing and be a parent to them, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, you made a commitment to that person that you married, and whatever they have, you got now. You're one. So let's make sure that how we are to, to children because we can also make them like any attention is is a good inten- attention to them even if it's bad because they just want attention, right? We have to be super careful. Exodus 20:12 says, "Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you." That is one of the 10 commandments. Honor is um, super important Um, and there's some of you guys that will say I didn't grow up in a Christian home so I really don't know how to raise children like I'm doing the best that I can you know my parents weren't saved or I got saved after I started raising my kids I don't even know how I'm doing this I don't even know how to do it like I'm doing the best I can well I would say well it doesn't really matter that you didn't grow up in a Christian home and it really doesn't matter that you don't know what you're doing because the bible is very clear it has rules it has instruction and you have the holy spirit so as long as you've got both of them right there you're in good shape you don't need to have grown up in a christian home you don't need man's guidance all you gotta do is crack that bible open read what it says it's full of great stuff and then pray I would say pray in the Holy Spirit, but pray that the Holy Spirit gives you wisdom and guidance. You'll be the best parent out there, and then be a godly man or woman, and then you got all things covered. That's it.
2: Hope if you're okay with it. Yeah, I'm going to put in the comments Adalys's three podcasts that she has on biblical parenting. I listen to them; they're phenomenal. Oh yeah, so if absolutely. There's moms or dads out there that want to listen all from a bible standpoint but it was really helpful
0: so yeah I absolutely she's she's got well it's going to be Chuck full of scripture so absolutely mm-hmm. do that because there are people out there that need help but i'm just telling you you can listen to adalis all you want to but until you apply the word it does not return void and you need listen you may be glad that you gotten rid of your kids to the school system for 8 hours a day, but I can promise you the teachers who are dealing with them are not are not enjoying it. You're happy, but they're not. And that's not cool. So, why don't you make their life a little easier and start doing what what you're supposed to do. Be a parent. Be a parent. Create a wonderful human being that shows christ through the, through their life because little kids listen they can be great waiting witnesses especially to an unbelieving teacher great witnesses so anybody got to add anything got no, any good. two cents no, i got some good. mamas in this room i got one on the way but you got anything to add no that was really good very good it, oh yeah heather says if you haven't started start now no it's never too late no it's never too late, no. trust me. I mean, listen, if you got a 16-year-old, th- the wooden spoon ain't going to work. <laughs> take away the car. Take away the phone, yeah. right? True, true, true. The spoon, they might get you for abuse. No, yeah. just <laughs> it's a little too late for the 16-year-old with the spoon. But you can make life really measurable yeah. by taking away the phone and yep. taking away other privileges that they mm. absolutely live through. Social life. Extracting that from one's life radically changes them big time. And being
1: consistent, like you said, if you say no, it's no, period. If you you
0: can learn that as a parent. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. But when your child starts misbehaving, for me, one of my biggest pet peeves is when the child starts misbehaving and the parent tries to start distracting. And changing the subject or trying to make it so yeah. that the kid stops behaving yeah. like that. Not because they discipline the child, but because it's now they've tried to distract the child yeah. from and, and tried to make them behave that way. Okay. They should behave because that's not the way we act. That's not the way we behave. And if you don't stop your behavior, there's a consequence. Right. That's it. Yep. Once the, things, once the child makes the right decision, then you can move on to the next subject. But we don't change subjects so that we get our child to behave. We change subjects because they've made the right decision. Now we can move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's bad.
2: For that teacher who had the question, if you have a school resource officer, see if you can tag team with that officer or that deputy to do something with the kid. I just thought...
0: Yeah, but you have classrooms full. That's the problem. I oh, mean, this oh, is yeah. this is like a teacher that has a classroom full with like myths. 10 kids. And I'm, I'm, I'm just making it up. I yeah. don't know. But if you have a classroom where you're sending like, I mean, it's bad how many kids are leaving the classroom to go down to the nurse's station to go get their medications. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're on ADHD. They're mm-hmm. on all yeah. these. So you have all these kids going, heading down to the nurse's station to get their meds. But then you got the ones that are on the meds and the ones that aren't on the meds. And they're unruly. It's not one child the, these teachers have to deal with. It's like not a classroom full. But And then how do you teach to the ones that want to learn when you got the ones that want to misbehave because they don't really want to go to school? Literally, my husband would have... People call the school, and I remember this. I thought, you're nuts. <laughs> but I, he had a parent call the school to get him, to try and get him to come and get their kid out of bed to go to school that day.
2: Oh, yeah, I've answered those calls several times.
0: <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. That's a junior high. Yeah. Be a parent. Be a parent. You know what would have happened back to, in my day? My dad would have ripped my hide out of the bed in my pajamas no shoes, no nothing, and dragged my butt to school, and I would have gone to school the whole day like that. Never going to happen. But we don't man up. We don't, we don't do what's necessary because we've never done it since they were young. We've right. always laughed and thought it was cute when they did something that was misbehaving, mm-hmm. and we chuckle at it. It's not funny. We are, we are raising Children that, are, that cannot function in this world. And then when they go to work, they treat their boss the same way they treat it, They treat their parent. The thing is, is your butt's going to get fired because your boss ain't putting up with it. It's true. And then they can't keep jobs. Or we're in a society now where nobody wants to work. Yeah. So we have businesses that are not even operating because mm-hmm. kids just would rather lay on their lazy keister's and get paid to do nothing. Right. I mean, we, we get all mad, because we, we have to wait in long lines at restaurants and stuff like that, because nobody wants to work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to say, mm-hmm. that's because of you. Don't be mad, you raised the society that doesn't want to work. So instead of being mad, look at, look at your kids, because they're probably the ones in bed sleeping in your basement right now, not, not, that, that don't have a job. True. On that note, do you need Jesus? <laughs> Apparently, last podcast, or the one with Heather, I did. Oh, my gosh. Heather reminded me this morning on our way home that I said that I needed Jesus. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know if I was going to heaven or not. That's true. I was very <clears throat> tired. You were. I was very tired. Sleepy girl. If you don't know Jesus today, and I'm not talking, listen, maybe your parents stunk. Okay, you no excuses. If you need Jesus today, say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now. I thank you for what you did on that cross. I thank you for dying for my sins. I ask you to be the Lord of my life. Whatever you say uh, to do, I'll do. Whatever you say not to do, I won't do. I give you me 100%. I will live forever for you. I ask that you give me um, the direction you want me to go. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. If you said that prayer, please let us know. We'd love, to, uh, we'd love to pray for you, keep you in our thoughts and prayers, help direct you to a good church, maybe get you a good Bible, whatever it is. But listen, start today. You be you in a new way. right? Yeah, be a Christian. Christian. Be solid. If you need any... If you need any help, we're here for you. I don't know how good of help we'll be, but we will be there for you. (laughs) Have a great weekend. Love you. Thanks for tuning in. Please like and share. Have a great weekend. Bye.
1: Real Talk.